man up. It's amazing how normals can be redefined. Metro now the benchmark. And despite being misbehaving, males love being well shaven. Shiny nails and pubes Brazilian waxed. Although manliness eludes our grasp, a real man mangled by his grandpa's standards. Crafting a, crafting a world filled with moral hazards, a deleterious defection of adverse selection, a man stands fallen with every erection. And it's interesting how things got messed up. It's a man down replacing man up. Males focused on living dressed up. Females left wearing the pants. Women now taking lead in romance. An illegal dance proposing to males who then become housekeepers. Poor house sweepers, men even trying to breastfeed. Robbing homes of the one thing that it still needs. A man with the DNA of his divine father. His detached scrotum loosely dangles from his wife, who balances husband and kids on top of her life. And all this was doubled over by her menstrual cramps, greeted by the hot flashes as her estrogen dries up. And her man reaches a midlife crisis that sees younger tits make his crotch rise up. And he forsakes his ring because of the serpent's stale lies. His family's bank account declines as his mistresses rise. And it's interesting how things got messed up. His man down replacing man up. Males focus on living dressed up. Females left wearing. post-mortem wedding anniversaries. Link and hear from Turn to Burn, FantiFamily.com's transformational man cave where we encourage males to crush effeminacy or maliteracy as we say, the, the illiteracy of being masculine or the ignorance of being masculine and to aspire to domestic excellence. And we do this through podcasts, poetry and online courses. We are grateful for your attention today and we're going through, this is a, a marital hack, a marital hack, and we are going through this very, very sensitive issue. My parents' anniversary triggered me thinking about this question as my dad died, but my mom is still here. The short answer to the question is yes, we should continue to recognize our spouses after their death. However, your messianic marriage is over. So the date, etc. for your wedding, although having sentimental value, are not legally or spiritually binding anymore. So how should we continue to recognize our deceased spouse's wedding anniversary? So let's reflect on Christ's truth on marriage for a minute here. 
and the Christ truth of unmarriage is what we call messianic marriage. So in Luke chapter 20 verses 34 to 35 in the Holy Bible, Jesus of Nazareth, who many just call Christ, taught that the children of this world are given to marriage. As he was discussing a broader issue of human resurrection that is inevitable as the kingdom of heaven increasingly manifests on earth. So we know that the community that believes in Jesus of Nazareth are not born of this world, but of the new world that is the kingdom of heaven. You can see that in John 3 verse 3 to 5 and 2 Corinthians 5 17 in the Holy Bible. So, the important principle for us as males and male supporters seems, this is what Jesus is trying to teach us, while he is teaching us, we are trying to understand, I guess. It seems here that the romantic messianic marriage is a one-time experience during our current life in this world, as there is no marriage in the new world, the world that Christ actually has brought forth through his life, death, and resurrection, and ascension. So we only get to experience being united in nature with another human once so we can treasure that experience. In essence, death annuls marriage and places more emphasis on having good marriages in God's eyes now. According to the scientific evidence of scripture, the first messianic married couple, Adam and Eve, were created to live forever. By their choice, they wanted to be together eternally as Adam could have rejected Eve and stayed single. This sets the stage for messianic marriage as something that is not designed to work with any separation as death and divorce were not factored in as when they were married, they were not sinners. They meaning Adam and Eve. When they, Adam and Eve, sinned, excuse me, they introduced death to humanity and another consequence of their sin was to break marital bonds. Death breaks marital bonds and that is another reason God opposes death and will eternally punish death according to the book of Revelation. So if you miss your partner, uh, you know, God it has a big plan for, for death that is separating you from your partner. Adam said that Eve was bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh as Eve represented him internally and externally as she was structured like him, bone, but also externally like him, flesh. And that's in Genesis 2, verse 23 to 24. And we'll continue on this right after the break. You or someone you know are interested in buying, selling, or investing in real estate in Naples, Florida. Give Rashid Wellesley a call at 239-207-2955. That's 239-207-2955.
Megan here from Turn to Burn, continuing on this Turn to Burn Messianic Manliness Rally. Encourage, this is a man, uh, marriage, a marital hack, encouraging males to take marriage seriously because this is the only chance you're going to get. We were making the point that death, that um, Adam and Eve, Eve represented Adam internally and externally, and she, he, he and her have a bond where she represents him. The statement Adam made, where he says, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. The statement Adam made is, in essence, if you want to see how I look inside and out, look at my wife. Now, Adam and Eve were two complete humans who were completely united in marriage. This is sort of like the Godhead that the Bible describes, which sees Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who are completely God, despite being distinct. So there is something divine, archetypical, or archetypical, about romantic messianic marriage, and by extension, sexual expression. Adam, the first man, knew that messianic marriage was an important divine gift that he was only invited into on earth. Unfortunately, some faiths teach eternal marriage, including even post-mortem, and many see this as heresy. We who believe in Jesus of Nazareth treat messianic marriage as a critical and urgent spiritual issue from the decision to embark on marriage, navigating marriage, to become one flesh, and all the way through the marriage process to widow or widowerhood. The gift of marriage is designed to enable those graced humans to jointly represent Christ and possibly produce more similar humans amidst earthly temptations. So to return to the question posed at the beginning, one main issue we can ex- explore, we've already said you should honor your partner after your spouse, uh, even, in, even after you're separated by death. But you want to do something in your deceased spouse's honor as you share the flesh, which is your nakedness, you shared vulnerability, you shared your nature with your spouse. If you were in a messianic marriage, you were able to connect with another human, be open and vulnerable in a manner that never produced shame or disappointment or confusion. Although you are complete without your spouse, as Christ completes us, I believe Colossians teaches us that, their values should be a part of you to improve your own human expression. For example, I am more passionate about communication and organization since my marriage. My wife has become more decisive and sometimes is a morning person. So, beyond private morning habits, you can do something that reveals your deceased spouse's values. Example, you can give a needy student a scholarship in their name, you can mentor someone they treasured, etc. My dad loved the guitar, he played it very well, and he loved Bible study. So that is an area my mom could explore. You're not married to them anymore, but you still have the opportunity to show 
how much you value them to others. Love is war, beginning between our ears. Becoming love exposes fears because love and fear are like oil and water. Faith loves daughter and remains the only substance to repel sin's mortar attacks. Love is war. Being patient, kind, supportive, content, optimistic and selfless revealed only through mortal combat. The tranquil recess twin to the most hostile process. And a wise woman said to progress, you must always count the cost. And as the dawn mounted the brutal cross, he exclaimed that love comes with an utterly gruesome bill. John 3.16 screams the ruthless reason God's innocent blood spilled. Humans feel like a family is safe, yet it remains Earth's most vicious place, a martial coven where humans often break. It's hardest around loved ones to always be fake. The impotent line between love and hate will break and birth another hideous reprobate right in your gorgeous living room. And you will stare down your doom screaming, where did that monster come from? Families unskilled to war for and with their loved ones, like Jetha failing to use the divine sword to conquer flesh. Families instead treat stone-cold killers like fuzzy domestic pets until the sheriff has to carry out their body bag and coroners face a crime scene that makes even them gag. You best believe that love is war. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn, FamityFamily.com's Transformational Man Cave. We are grateful that you have fully consumed and experienced another manliness rally. We do encourage you to do a couple of things to animate yourself to greater levels of manliness. Visit us at www.famtyfamily.com as well as join our Facebook family at famtyfamily.com and email us at connect at famtyfamily.com. Have a great day today and be...